Welcome to another tournament in a tea break. It's day one, two, three, four, five. It's five. It's five. Cinque. Cinque. <laughs> Stampini. Okay, we'll explain that at some stage. Um, it's another late finish. Uh, thanks to the amazing comeback uh, ability of Coco Goff. Uh, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I thought she was toast. I thought she was well and truly toast. Coco Goff drew Polona Herzog and um, was basically getting schooled, uh, I think is, is the fairest way of putting it. Um, looked like she was going to lose the second set. I mean, she, she gave more fight in the second set. Looked like she was going to um, put up a bit of a battle. And then from somewhere, forced a tie break. And, oh my goodness, this, this kid is, uh, is amazing. I mean, you can tell how like flummoxed we are because it was it was just a fantastic um, a fantastic piece of watching someone mature right in front of your eyes. If you get what I mean. Oh, it's a feel good story, right? It's, yeah. This has been a wonderful week for captivating moments in the press room and around the grounds with Goff coming back from match point down in the second and having a really tense. Uh, atmosphere out there in center court and her first appearance ever on that court and being the more mature player being the player that had it together more than Polona Herzog did it's just unreal and it's funny because we're in our little bubbles in the press room we're all very passionate about it but I went for a walk after that match and the grounds were just like bubbling with this excitement that a 15 year old is into the second week the youngest player since 1991 and she's got all kinds of style it's it's just it's, it's yeah, like you said, it's fun to watch her just mature right in front of our eyes. We, we had no idea that this was coming so soon. No, I mean, you know, she's been she's been knocking on the door as a junior. She's um, made, I think, finals of junior slams. She won Roland Garros. Yeah, so last year. you know, she's not she's not um, she's not without talent, um, but she's just got such an old head on her shoulders. And yet, when she comes into press, she's just like a regular kid, just all bubbly and like kind of. I mean, I, we didn't see the the face of the moderator, but I can just imagine when she sort of sat down and said, "Oh, hey, this new album dropped today." I was like super excited. Um, and you can just imagine the moderators like album dropped. Does that mean we have to pick it up off the floor? What does this mean? Um, and then halfway through, she kind of went launched into a story about how her mum and dad left her babysitting her baby brothers so they could go out and watch um, Beyonce and, and Jay Z and how mad she was. And again, you just had visions of this moderator like, oh God, how do we get back on track? However. Um, she is on track. She's doing amazingly well. And I think she's going to be a headache uh, for one Simona Halep. It's <laughs> going to be an interesting matchup. And, you know, of course, Anisimova was able to take out Halep in Roland Garros. Who would have predicted that? I thought that would be the end of the road for Amanda. And I just I just don't really know what to expect from that match because Goff really hasn't faced a player of that caliber yet. It'll be a really interesting experience, a learning experience, no matter which way it turns. But, gosh, just the, I still can't get over watching Goff impress. The, the glow, the, the, the youthful enthusiasm, but also the maturity. She's, mm. she's uh, wise beyond her years, this kid, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I think... Um... I think I think it's amazing. I mean, it's interesting because one of my uh, colleagues um, was like, "Oh, can we just stop talking about her being 15? If I hear anybody else saying about that she's a teenager, I'm going to scream." But it's like, but that's the whole point of the story. This kid is doing this. The last time I saw this much excitement, I would, would have been what Hingis, and then maybe Sharapova before that. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I mean, way back, way back. It's been yeah. a long time. Yes, we're always excited about teenagers, you know, making their way. Just last month, we were, we were thrilled to see three teenagers, including yeah. a 17-year-old, uh, reach the second week of Roman Garros. And then, of course, it was Anisimova in the semis, and then 19-year-old Von Drusova was in the final. All this stuff is so exciting to us, but then you take it up another level when you're talking about just 15 years of age. I mean, yes, you, you, it's too much to ignore. It's It's... I mean, it's interesting. We have a Romanian colleague that joined us for a drink last night, and he was really worried about Simona Halep versus Victoria Azarenka. So let's let's just quickly sort of drop on that because obviously Goff gets um, Halep next. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody thought that this was going to be the match of the day, the match of the tournament, <laughs> um, and it turned out to be anything but. And I don't mean any disrespect because I think a lot of people desperately want Beaker to come back to the tour as she was and to be able to sort of challenge as she did. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think, and I think it's coming, but it's not there yet. And um, and you know she didn't take her chances. And as soon as she opened the door in the second set, Halep just charged through. There was no stopping her. Um, and she's looking stronger, you know, when she started this tournament, she looked a bit tentative. It's like, you know, if you've got a house cat and you put them outside for the first time and they have their feet on grass and they're like, oh my God, what is this? That's, that was what Halep was like um, right at the beginning of the tournament. It's like kind of picking up her paws and like, oh, I don't know about this stuff. And like, you know, today she looked like a grass court player. Yeah, you know, she's really Do you know what I mean? She's... Yes, I mean she. She. It's really about her staying poised, getting low, keeping it simple, not overthinking it. You know, yeah. using the slice here and there, but playing her game, and that's what she did. She imposed herself on Azarenka, who just kind of keeps running into walls. When just when we think she's ready to burst through these walls, she runs into them and gets stopped. And it's uh, it's a little bit. It's hard to accept right now because you you it want is. it to happen but for her so badly. There's no shame in her losing to a former number one and a slam. You know, there's no shame in her losing to Halep. Absolutely. Good so point. you know, good let's let's put it into perspective. There's absolutely no shame in her going out to Halep at this stage. She she she's done well to get past this stage. She should have gone out in the second round to a seed. So you know, right. let's 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 be honest. Um, but. It'll it will be an amazing matchup. On the other on the on the flip side of the one, we had Carolina Pliskova and Shay. Great match. It was a great match great actually. Match. It was it was a very entertaining match. Um, Pliskova has already been quite sort of <laughs> Pliskovalian in in her um, assessment of Shay's game. Um, but Shay carved her up good and proper in that second set. She yes. sliced her and diced her, and then some of the rallies in this match. You know, we're inc- we're just incredible. Yeah, incredible stuff. Just put a smile on your face. In fact, that was the match of the day. Yeah. Well, apart from golf, that was the match during the day. Yeah, Shay Shay did everything we know she's capable of doing, and she did it well. And she forced Pliskova to run all over that court and to, and to play her game quite a bit. And Pliskova did a great job of of, of overcoming the obstacles today against Shay because I. I didn't think it was going to go her way, really, because I thought mm. I thought Shea had her on a leash quite a bit. Clearly, in the second set and then parts of the third, it was a great contest. And and you know, make, say what you will about Pliskova saying, "Well, I wouldn't want to practice with her. Or games too strange." Or who would want to ever practice against that? There's a lot of respect between the mm. two. I was really happy to see the way they you know, approached each other to net. Yes. You can tell there's mutual respect, and that Pliskova is just like, Phew, "Sigh of relief, I got past that yeah. that difficult challenge." Yeah. Uh, that's going to give her a lot of confidence, I think. Um, let's go back. Let's go have a quick chat about the men that played today, uh, or the men that, that, that we thought were worth chatterooing about. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, Djokovic didn't have it all his own way uh, with uh, Hubert Hukac. He kind of Hukac the cold. Um, <laughs> I mean, the first set, you know, Hukac stayed with him. And the second set took it on the tiebreak, I think. Um, and then, well, as you would expect, kind of tailed off quite badly. But, but yeah, again, so now all of the big three have dropped a set. Yeah, it's funny. You... It's quite kind of... Now do you think that there's a changing of the guard? No, absolutely okay. not. <laughs> I, just, I think that Djokovic used the most important thing that he had in that in that match, was in, which was his maturity and his wisdom. And after after the second set where Hubert Herkic played some amazing tennis to, to take that to a tiebreaker and then to win it. I mean, he had the crowd going for him. He was really making some athletic play out there. So it was impressive. But Djokovic just, just knew when, that he could pounce on him. He knew there'd be a letdown early in the third broke twice in that set, got another early break in, in the fourth and kind of kind of kind of eased through the yeah, the, the second lost. half of that match. It was very professional for Djokovic. I think he won it mentally. I don't think he had his best tennis and no. maybe that's a concern as we go forward. We'll no. see how he looks in his next match. But overall I think good. I think he admitted that as well that there was still plenty for him to improve on. Yeah. Um and I think the, the other one of note to talk about was um Guido Pea taking out Kevin Anderson. Um in retrospect, is it as much of a surprise? Because Anderson has only just come back after injury. He got a massive bump in the seedings. He came up four places in the seedings mm-hmm. with the seeding formula um, and has underperformed to the formula, which will mean a fairly hefty loss of points for him. But then again, he is coming back from injury. But a great result for, for pay. And again, some amazing rallies between those two. Yeah, there was there was one that looked like a Wii game, like Wii tennis. Oh, it that was, was brilliant, that wasn't it? Was just yeah, Pay it really has impressed. And I'll be honest with you, he's impressed me all season. He's had a couple moments where he let down. He didn't do as well as he would have expected at Roland Garros, but he's got his first career title. He's a really good player. But mm. this is his twentieth major and his first trip to the second week, so it's um, oh, uh, a good... it's a big moment for him and a nice one. Emilis round its next will be tough, but potentially he could get through, I suppose. Right. So on to tomorrow. Um, and let's look at what we have. Now, of course, people were full of anticipation that we were going to see Serena Williams and Andy Murray. Unfortunately, though, with Serena on first on number one court, they cancelled that match so that, so that she wouldn't be playing late. Now, that is a bummer because she admitted that she needed more matches. And really, she could have done with having that match ahead of Julia Gerges, which is actually going to be quite a tricky match. Gerges is on good form on, on grass. And I remember asking her in Birmingham, you know, um, her, her, her results have gone up and down a little bit over the years. And she said, I think I had to accept that grass isn't perfect and you are going to get dinky little bounces and you get it's not going to right. do what you want to do. And once I accepted that... I began to play better, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. Um, so last year when they met in the semi-final, Serena Williams battered her. Um, you know, went 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 past her like a knife through butter. So is it going to be the same again? I think Yulia might certainly fancy her chances of get up grabbing a set offer because she, you know, uh, if Kaya Yuvan can do that, then why can't why can't I? Um, and if Serena comes out slow against Yulia, then she's in real danger. She is. Uh, I think Serena needs to be 20, maybe 30% better than she was in her last match. If Gerges, particularly if Gerges plays well, she has the weapons. She can be a real headache on this surface. So it could potentially turn into a real nice match. Serena's going to have to play well, I think, to, to get yeah. this win. 
Yeah, and I think, but I don't think that's going to do any harm because last year she had such a cakewalk draw. She basically sailed through the draw without any issues whatsoever. And the only real um, competition that she had was Angie Kerber. It was the end. Who actually had a fantastic game plan, which was first strike tennis, be aggressive and take it to, to her. And it really caught Serena out. So... Um, that could be a shock. Um, what I don't think is going to be a shock is Ash Barty basically rinsing Harriet Dart. Um, I think it'd be a great experience for Harriet being on centre court, but yeah, she's going to get battered by Ashley because Ashley is on what a fourteen-match winning streak. She's, she's a... dropped one set in all that time. She's on fire right now. So relaxed. So good on the surface, and just doesn't appear to be breaking stride as she moves through this draw. At least not yet. Yeah, uh, Roger Federer faces Luca Pui, um, and Rafael Nadal has Joe Wilfred Songa. This is centre court. Now we think, after all the histrionics of the Nick Kyrgios match, this could actually be as good a test for setter, if not a five setter, with Joe. Explain. I think Joe's in real good form right now. Um, looked like we said he looked good. Playing Federer and Halla took a set off him. He's relaxed. He's, we know he's a great grass court player. We know how lethal his serve is. Mm. Uh, if, if he hits his targets on serve, stays with Nadal, gets to a few tiebreakers. I don't see why he can't take a set. Maybe even more. We've seen him do so many great things at Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, and moving over to Federer and Puy, that one I'm just hoping that Puy shows up and plays the kind of tennis he's capable of because otherwise it could be really ugly. Um, and, of course, other British action. Um, Joe Conta, can you believe her and Sloan have only played in 2019 and the record is 3-0, 3-0, 3-love to Joe. So I, I think this is going to be closer. I don't think this is going to be a two-set. I don't think this is going to be three sets. But I see Joe squeaking it Did just you... simply because it just lends itself to more aggressive play, I think. Do you then answer me this, Roz? Do you do you, do you do you worry about Conta now just having that her luck has to probably run out against such a quality player, or or do you think she can really just keep this streak going? And how long, how many times in a row can you beat a player of Sloane Stevens' caliber? I know. I. Uh, that to me is the challenge. Yeah, that's the challenge. I mean, she's she's due a dip. Um, I thought that Siniakova was going to be a bigger challenge than she was. Uh, in fact, ironically, I think Bogdan was a bigger challenge. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and then after that, we've got Dan Evans and Jao Souza. That could be winnable for Dan. It can be. He's that great. really, he's he's in tremendous form. So I'm out there with Roger Federer today practicing. In, interestingly, though, they put Petra Kvitova on probably the slowest of the of the big show courts, um, the big ticketed courts, number two court, which is all the way out over in the car park. Um, first up too. And first up as well. Um, I don't love that decision personally. No. Maybe it's because uh, the the lack of star power from her opponent Magda Lynette. Uh, Maybe it could be I... tricky, but Petra has been real good. I ex- I expect her to go- get through in straights. Okay, I really do. All right. Well, hopefully we'll be back again tomorrow, depending on what time we finally get out of today. Um, but uh, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Um, so as always, you have been listening to Ros Satar and Chris Otto. And uh, hopefully we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.